mercy. We thank you for everything that you've given us. It's nothing that we've done, God. We have not. All we did was say yes to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, I pray that you preach this word today through me. That you do not allow me to say anything that's not from, not from you. That everything will be from the spirit, not the flesh. And that we will become a family. I don't. 
Jesus Christ, you cannot, I mean, I can't help. What do you mean? I, there's nothing else I want to do. There's nothing else I want to do but serve the body of Christ. Joseph was, Jesus has just been nailed to the cross. The disciples that were walking with him, the same guys that told Jesus, I would die with you. I'm not going to abandon you. I'm not going to reject you. I'm going with you. We're through and through the end. The same people that were with Jesus for three and a half years. You know, that God doesn't use their lives as an example of a Christian that serves the body of Christ. It's funny. They were with him every day. They, they were with him three and a half years. They, they, they watched him raise Lazarus from the grave. They watched him cast out demons. They watched him heal the sick, heal the blind. He did all these great miracles. They, they were not the example of what a true disciple acts like or does when they serve the body of Christ. Joseph Arimathea was the example that God chose to use in his word to show us what it looks like when someone truly serves the body of Christ. The Bible says that Joseph, uh, Jesus was crucified. Everybody rejected him. Everybody abandoned him. He's nailed to the cross. Pilate finally gave in. He was a coward. He was more worried about what the people thought than what God thought. He was, he was fearful of the Roman emperor that if another revival took place, he was going to come down and execute him. So what does he do? He goes against the warning of his wife when she had a dream. He does not heed the warning and he still crucifies Jesus. And the religious people, the Pharisees, they'd rather release Barabbas instead of Christ. That's another son Barabbas. Jesus took the place of Barabbas, and Barabbas was released, and they crucified Jesus. The Bible said that they met, they, Jesus came down, go off the trail of Via Della Rosa, and he, he gets to the, to the hill, and they kneel him to the cross. And out of nowhere, Joseph pops up on the scripture, pops, on, pops into the word of God. Where does he come from? And just different gospels give a different perspective of him, a little more detail, but we know a couple things. He was a rich man. Joseph was a rich man. And then the other gospel says that he, he served in organizational leadership, so he wasn't a peasant. He wasn't a man that didn't have influence. He was a rich man, and he had influence. He was a leader. He knew how to make decisions. He, he knew how to lead, even when it was unpopular. He knew how to lead, even when other people would oppose him. He still led. So he was a rich man. He had provision, he wasn't poor, and he knew how to lead. Those are two things that the scripture is clear about him. These were who Joseph was. He was in leadership and he was a rich man. He has this idea. He sees the body of Christ nailed to a cross. And he steps out in faith for the body. Now, the scripture is clear with the analogy that the church is like in the body of Christ. What does it say? That, that we are the body of Christ, that we're the head, we're the toes, we're the hands, we're the feet, that we all come together to form the body of Christ. This church is Christ's body. We are his body. Scripture is clear at the analogy as the church is connected to the body. Joseph sees the body of Christ crucified on a cross. <coughs> I gotta make a move quick. Because Joseph was Jewish, you understand that Jesus was crucified on Friday, that if they 
did not take him off the cross. When they did, his body would have remained on the tree until Saturday, and he would have been accursed. He would have broken Jewish law. And the Bible was clear. He did not come to destroy the law, but he came to fulfill the law. So he could not break Jewish religious law. He had to fulfill every requirement of the law so he can be the ultimate sacrifice so that we can receive grace so that if we break the law, we won't be executed. Joseph sees the body of Christ on the cross. He says, I've got an urgency in my spirit to serve that body. i got to make a move quick. I've got to do something. I, I can't allow the body of Christ to remain crucified on the cross for much longer. So he steps out in faith because... Being a Christ follower was not a popular thing. I mean, his own countrymen would have turned on him. And the Jewish people hated Jesus. They didn't want nothing to do with him. But Joseph went to Pilate. The Bible says he went to Pilate. He said, Pilate, he walked into Pilate's office as the governor, the same man that gave permission to kill Jesus. He says, Pilate, can I have the body of Christ? Can I have it? Can I get it off the cross? I need the body of Christ. I can't wait need to serve the body. There's an urgency in my heart because, Pilate, if I don't pull the body off the cross now, it will be desecrated forever. It will be contaminated. It will break Jewish ceremonial law. So I have to take the body. Now, I cannot leave here without the body of Christ. What a beautiful example of what it is to serve the urgency. You see, this, this, if you look around us in the world that we live in, and it's only getting worse, there's an urgency for Joseph's in the church to serve the body. There's an urgency for you and me to be raised up to say, if we don't begin to serve the body of Christ now, it will be too late. Our kids, kids, kids depend on it. Our children depend on it. See, what we need in the churches today is some Joseph, some men and women of God that will stand up and Because he understood that if I don't get the body of 
contaminated and it would be too late. Everything that they taught in the Old Testament would have to be thrown out the window. So could you imagine the urgency to serve the body, willing to step to Pilate, who he could have had him killed because Jesus was just martyred, a criminal and a blasphemer, and he was just killed for religious people's ideas of what they were uncomfortable with. He was just killed because some religious people could not accept the fact that Messiah came in the flesh. There's an urgency for you Christians. It's funny that God is dealing with the core group on this soft launch. Because what he wants to do is he wants to ignite passion in you again about serving. He wants to light you up again about the urgency and the time is how, how desperate and how hard the time is that we serve the church so the church can be the church. That the church changes the culture the culture never changes the church. People are dying from shooting dope. He brought something clean to the body of Christ. He, he brought something holy 
to the body of Christ. He brought something with reverence to the body of Christ. You see, he didn't just take the body of Christ and add pollution to it when he finally got to serve. But what he added to the body of Christ was an attitude of cleanliness and holiness. He began to wipe away all the residue of
position in our families, to the body of Christ. How are we positioning our marriages? Are we positioning them in anticipation for revival? And Joseph grabbed Jesus, the body of Christ. His name smelled good. Hallelujah.
house. I don't even live near her, man. I keep, you know, got six inch lipstick on it, two nose. <laughs>
life. The residue of the world, it's, it's that all of us got the residue. I mean, we all got no residue. No matter, keep me safe, man.
have job, you have families. And I'm not saying come to this particular building and serve. No, I want you to serve here. But serving the body is serving the children. Praying for them every night. Christ, the Lord, to save the raise your hand. 